Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail lies. Welcome to episode 17. Today we're going to talk about South Dakota again. (laughs) You can hear the first podcast that we did on South Dakota at episode 11. Would that be thefailers.com slash 11? Yes, exactly. Um, Today, if you want any links or notes from this episode, you can get those at com slash 17. So we had to come back to South Dakota for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> we do like this state a lot. The views, the weather, the animals. Wasn't it yesterday when it, um, wind? wind? Windy? It was, it was two a, nights ago. Two nights ago, yeah. Two nights ago, it like almost blew us off to the cliff. But... Good thing we moved. After arriving in South Dakota, we stayed at Heartland again. We stayed here last time we were in, no, two times ago when we were in South Dakota. Yeah, the first time we came to South Dakota, we stayed at Heartland RV Heartland RV Park and Cabins. So we wanted to come back to Heartland because we knew they had a pool and we hadn't been to a pool in a very long time. Like, when's the last time? Yuma? It was like oh, man, I don't remember the last pool we were in. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time, I feel like. Yeah. So we came to Heartland specifically for that. We paid a little extra than we normally like to pay, especially since we just were boondocking for 50 straight days. Yeah. So Heartland RV Park is a little bit on the higher end of what we like to pay. Uh, we ended up paying this time $32 a night, yeah. which was a discounted rate. Yeah, it was half off because we are we used an escapees discount, which is fifty percent off. So normally it would be like sixty four bucks a night, which is crazy if you think about it. Because, um, I mean, it's a really nice park. It's clean. We like it a lot. The people are very nice. We're able to have stuff shipped there, so all those things are a positive. Um, we were excited about the pool that was heated. They also have a hot tub. But it was only open for one day, which we did not know and about, and that was the entire reason why we came to that park. And the hot tub was like 200 degrees. Yeah, it so, was more like a hot spring. Yeah, <laughs> the hot tub was a little too hot. We were not able to get in it, and we love the hot tub. We normally sit in the hot tub the whole time. And never play with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time we did. We did, though, however, get to go in the first night. It was wonderful. We almost didn't, which I'm glad we did. Yeah. And, and it it's really stinks because, like, the whole week was, like, 80 degrees out. Yeah, I don't know why they closed it so early with such nice weather. They probably just do it at the same time every year. They're just like, yep, this is the day that it's closed every year. We were able to meet some really cool people, though, uh, in the pool. That's yeah. where we meet all the coolest people, I think. <laughs> yeah, the hot tub in the pool. We talked to a bunch of different people, um, but one of them has a YouTube channel, which we end up following and... They have a really cool YouTube channel called, is it Owen or On? It's On World Travel. On World Travel. But it's O-N because of their names. Yeah, Olivia and Nate. Yes. 
so highly recommend following them. We will link them in the show notes as well. Uh, but their YouTube channel is really interesting. And their last two videos were about Michigan, which is where we're going next. In and five our, days. It's our, where all our family is. So it was really nice to see some some Michigan, some hometown. Some familiar sites. Yeah, some hometown videos. So this time in South Dakota, we did some of the same things. And we did some new things to talk about. Like the Dinosaur Museum. Yeah. Yep, that and the Spearfish Canyon. That was awesome. Yeah, so we can talk about Dinosaur Museum first. Dinosaur Museum is located near Rapid City. Yeah, it's just west of Rapid City. And it's like almost connected to the reptile gardens. Yeah, it's it's near the reptile garden. And it's super area. cool because when you drive past it, it says alligator crossing. Yeah, there's a sign in the driveway. The funnest thing was the, um, what was it called? I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking about. Oh, the putt-putt? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there was dinosaur putt-putt, and there was, like, dinosaur, dinosaur statues and, like, bones. Yeah. So let's give a little bit of details first. Um, it's a really cool museum located right there on the main road. Part of your fees is putt-putt. There's a movie. Mm-hmm. A uh, mirror maze. A mirror maze, which was fun. Yeah. Very fun. And then there is tons of, like, statues. And then bones and different dinosaurs and I stuff. think all the exhibits are life-size. Oh, and okay. and there's like a little, it, it's kind of like a sandbox, but it's not sand. It's oh, like yeah, it's a like dinosaur a, dig. It's like an excavation site. Uh, it's, I don't think the bones in it are actually real. No, I, I think they're, I think all the bones in the entire museum are actually fake bones. A lot of times what they do for that. They actually take the real bones and they make a cast mold and then they remake the bones with other material just so they can make, you know, they can make well five T-Rex skeletons out of one actual T-Rex. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there was one real dinosaur bone there. Remember yeah, you could was. actually oh, touch yeah. it? Yeah, it was like a fossilized leg bone or something. From, I think, like an iguanodon or something. The thing about that is that either most of them or all of them are life-size. So you can't yeah. actually see the dinosaurs and what are the others? Are they all the others lizards or reptiles? What are the others that were reptiles. there? Reptiles. I think they were like, some of them were pre-dinosaur reptiles. No, there were lizards that were before li- lizards, the dinosaurs. Reptiles, whatever. You're the for expert. the dinosaurs. So the museum, I thought was a little expensive, to be honest. We paid 40 I think it was $40 or something. $42 or something like that for two adults and two kids. I mean, if, it's, if it was just Tony and I, I would not have liked it. But the kids had so much fun. And yeah, they liked I- the putt-putt. They liked uh, the the walking around to the dinosaurs. They took pictures of every single dinosaur in there. And, and every their sign. And every single sign. So for them, I think it's worth it. I'm glad we did it. Um, mm-hmm. But if it was just Tony and I, I would not have been as happy. <laughs> we, we wouldn't have done it if it was just you and I. True. true. It took like forever. That's why I, I think the admission for adults should be less than children. Yeah, I think. I mean, it just makes sense to me because... and. Um, for a family of four, it shouldn't be much more than $30, I say, for that place. 
And it took us like forever because I had to look like at every detail on every dinosaur and take a picture and talk about it and stuff. That's good though. Mm-hmm. And it took us forever to do the pet putt. Whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it took us longer to play around nine holes of uh, mini golf than it did to go through the whole thing. <laughs> Some things we did again were Custer. Yeah, that was fun. It's our favorite. We still had our yes. um, annual pass left over from last year. Yep, so we didn't have to rebuy rebuy it. That was actually the whole reason why we came back was so that we could use our pass again. <laughs> it just made it easier to come back here. Yeah, and we also area. wanted to see more animals. The bison are tiny. Yeah, these bison are babies <laughs> compared to <laughs> Yellowstone bison. What's funny is when we first came to Custer the very first time, that was kind of our first run-in with bison. I mean, I've seen bison coming out to South Dakota my whole life, but... The family, as a family, that was like our first time running into bison, and we were like, "Oh, they're huge!" And they're like right on our brand new jeep, and we yeah. were scared. Was then that we- the time where it rubbed on our fender? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on our Licked bumper it or something. Then we went to Yellowstone and Teton area and saw what a real bison looks like. Yeah. <laughs> they're humongous. Those things are gigantic. So then, when we came back to Custer. We didn't see very many big ones. I mean, there were a couple, and I will have to say that, like, the few times we did see them, I don't think we saw a lot of males. I mean, there were some, but not as many, so. There are also lots of babies. They're adorable. But there was just one brown baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like a light brown calf. And the rest are, like, dark. But other than that, um... Custer was just how I remembered it. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. I love the rolling hills and the, you know, all the granite mountains and stuff. And we did see some pronghorn. We saw an elk. Yep. We saw a coyote. Coyote. Oh, yeah. yes. I forgot about that. That was like right outside, actually. Yeah, it was like when you go from Custer to Wind Cave on the back road. Uh-huh. Red Valley Road or something like that. But well, it was right near Custer. Yeah, and at least we saw it. Yeah, it was cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's like my first coyote in like, I think my whole life. I've never seen a wild coyote. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I do have to say there was some construction going on. I don't know how long that's going to go on for if you're coming now. <laughs> yeah, I'm September. Sure it'll be, yeah, I'm sure it'll be done. They are taking a pause during the um, roundup, which is actually probably happening right now or soon. I think it started the 20th. Okay. And I think it? it's four days, okay, yeah, four yes. or six days, yeah, the the bison roundup. I was hoping so, we could be here for it, but not going to work. So we were, pa- or they're going to pause construction during that time and start it back up, and I don't know how long that's going to go on for, uh, but that is kind of annoying, because we didn't get to go the whole loop. It actually yeah, the, was, it was part all of the the, loop. Con- the construction is the wildlife loop, and I think they closed nine miles of it. So you got to go all the way around, which is kind of a... yeah. There was a cut through, like the dirt road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like, uh, there's like a block here. So we turned around and went this other way. We were like hoping that it wasn't blocked off and it was blocked off. So we turned around and went to another one and it was blocked off. Oh, yeah, when we were driving in. Yeah, the second time. But thankfully, only 
a couple gates were open. <laughs> yeah, it was a short detour. No biggie. The other thing we did again was the Needles Highway, which I am obsessed with. That highway is so gorgeous. And what's crazy is both times we've done it have been at sunset. So, like, the sun is, like, peaking, like, coming down and shining through your pictures, and it's just so pretty coming down through the needles or yeah. pinnacles. Are they pinnacles? Yeah. I think they're needles. Well, they're called needles, but they're pinnacles. I don't know. They're granite spires. <laughs> what are spires? Pinnacles. <laughs> <laughs> so you just say pinnacles. What is something cool about the Needles Highway that we did, guys? What did we do when we went? Um, I know one thing that was cool. What? Um, uh, we saw a land that looked like a whole bunch of mushrooms. It was those hills. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't know. Did I see it with you guys? Yeah. You were right there looking out, taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hills that look like mushrooms? Yeah, they're just big and round. and <laughs> Looking like mushrooms. We had a picnic. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Very. <laughs> and you guys found that little hideout, which was cool. Yes, that was fun. That was super fun. That was a neat area. Because there was like two rooms. One that had like a tree bending over and one with the tree, the tree trunk with the vines. And that was really cool. You could camp in there. I'm pretty sure at, point, at one point a person did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what mom said because there was a, maybe a log there for a seat. <laughs> two so, logs. For yeah, a balance two beam. Logs, so. For me. Clearly it must have been a... Somebody's lodge. <laughs> we also did the Mount Rushmore lighting ceremony. Yeah, that, I really like that. Which was the first time yep. that we did that. It was a big white light shining on all four heads. <laughs> they played a whole bunch of music. <laughs> and a movie. Well, we watched most of it, or some of it. Yeah, their projector screen was blowing all over. The ranger did a talk, though, about freedom, which was really cool. And they took down the flag. Yep. That, well, they called down all the vets and people that have lost someone. There was, uh, I was, yeah, I was amazed at how many people were there that were veterans or they're representing someone as a veteran or someone they lost in service. No, I really enjoyed that lighting ceremony. It was very patriotic. I liked it. Yeah, the, the 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 ranger that talked beforehand, they, they gave a really good talk and told us about the movie, told us, kind of gave us the itinerary. And then, yeah, they had all the veterans retire the flag for the night, and then they played the national anthem, and then they lit it up. Not in that exact order, but they did all those things, yes. <laughs> so it is $10 to get into the park, to park. Uh, your pass does not cover that. And dogs are not allowed in. They you can have dog you can have dogs in there, but only to like the first pillars or something. After that, you can no longer have dogs. Yes, I don't think they're allowed on the trails or anything like that. Or even close enough to see or hear what's going on. So if if you're going to the lighting ceremony, don't take your dogs. I remember that place like the last time we went to there. I remember all the stairs, the seats. When was the last time we went there? 
What we do? We watched uh, Trump. Trump. And we saw fireworks. And jets fly over us with, like, color smoke out of the ends of them. Yeah, we saw quite the display that day. But actually, we went back after that. Yes, and then we did the walk, the presidential walk, around the whole place. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, mile hike or something. Oh, where I couldn't walk anymore? <laughs> I couldn't either. That's like all of them, but we saw mountain goats on that one. We didn't see any animals this time because we didn't do a trail. We just went there for the lighting ceremony, and I think during the fall, it's like 8 o'clock. I remember the stairs, and I'm pretty sure we passed the bench that we sat on when we went to watch tra- Trump. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure we did. Because we right. sat closer to the to down. To the end. Yeah, towards and, the stage. And um, last time when we went to see Trump, uh, it was more up. So we didn't actually go to see Trump, President Trump, but it was a... Uh, Fourth of and, July. Yeah, it was Fourth of July. We went to see the fireworks with the bonus of seeing a president of the United States while we were there. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of presidents talked. Oh, they did? <laughs> What presidents talked? Um, Trump. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they weren't presidents. They were just speakers. The governor spoke. Christy Nome spoke. And uh, like people dressed up as like Abraham Lincoln. Oh, you're right. All the presidents did tra- like Abraham Lincoln. I think and- it was just the ones that are. Um, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. I forgot about those. So you're right. But the lighting ceremony, I think, is something you should definitely do. I yes. highly recommend it. If you've never been to Mount Rushmore, go earlier and then maybe do the president walk like around the whole or the hike. It's a really cool hike. Uh, you could probably go about five o'clock even yeah. <laughs> in the evening. So it's not so busy or um, hot. You could walk around the the whole presidential walk. You could even go in the museums or whatever there and then head down to watch the lighting ceremony. Highly recommend it. The lighting ceremony is at dark. Um, This time of year, it's about 8 o'clock at night. We spent one of the days going into Rapid City, and we did a presidential walk. Statue walk. Oh, yeah, the presidential statue walk. So what's really cool about that is, I don't know if you've been to cities before, like little small towns, and they have different statues all around. So Either like painted bison. Yeah, painted bison, painted cows, we've seen elk. I've seen fish, like a trout or salmon. Yeah, fish. And they usually, it's like the same statue, but they have a different color scheme or painting. Throughout the whole, like, city, which I think is really cute um, and just a fun thing for tourists to do in the town. Like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. So this one was really neat because it fits the whole, like, Mount Rushmore presidential theme. Do you know what Rapid City is nicknamed? The City of Presidents. Oh. So in Rapid City, they do something really cool with the presidents. They have life-size president statues throughout the whole city, Rapid City area. Yeah. Many, many blocks Mm -hmm. of statues. And some of the statues were like, I think they're all, I'm almost as tall as them. (laughs) Yeah, there was a couple of that. Some short guys. And we bring our dogs, and there was a statue with a dog, and they did it. And yeah, we took a picture with them. 
Yeah. So you can walk around the city and see all 44 presidents. It stops at Obama. Uh, they still need to make the last two presidents. Uh, but it was cool. We walked around. You were able to see all of them. And then they also have a scavenger hunt that you can do where you can find certain things. And if you find all of them and you cross them out and like label it on like a book that you can get, the visitor center. And if you turn it back in, once you've found and labeled all of the things, you get a free presidential soda. Yeah. And there's actually three statues with with dogs. There's three presidents that have dogs with them? There's the golden retriever. There's the one with the little beard, the two beards on each side. <laughs> what kind of dog is that? Like a schnauzer or something like that. It's kind of like in Lady in the Trip. Then there's another one that I hugged in the picture because it was and so cute. And um, he was like holding... A then he was like holding a chair and I sat in it and I hold the dog's paw. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dog was that? I'm not sure. Some it's kind of, of like a tramp. A pointer or something. You tramp know. and ladies in the tramp. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was cool, cool. though, right? Yeah. I want to know which daughter, because Obama is with his daughter, one daughter, which daughter was special enough to get in the statue with him. <laughs> And just so you know, I am one of, I have a sister and a brother, and I would be very upset if one of them got to be in the statue and not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was actually two statues with a kid. Or a kid. Yeah. There's multiple. More than oh, two. see, I ended up skipping out. I did the first bunch, and then I stopped, and I stayed with the dogs, so we didn't have to walk around with the dogs. It was really hot. Yeah, it was starting to get hot, and... It was easier for the for Tony and the kids to just run around to all of them. So I didn't see the other one with the kid. Which one had a kid? Did you see J- it, w- it was JFK? Oh, I didn't see him. Okay. Um, it was a boy. Was it a boy or a yeah. girl? There's also one with a violin, a gold baseball. What did Abraham Lincoln have? He had... There was a boy with him. Yeah, there's a boy with him. A bunch of them had swords. Yeah, and the swords were so shiny, Dad thought it was people touching it they're like silver go on a cooler day it was a yes. really hot day and if go, you go like in winter <laughs> no <laughs> not if you like snow but i rather go in snow because i love snow but yeah that's fun we actually printed out our own booklet that we forgot at home <laughs> so we had to just do it on our phone but yeah we still if you don't print it out present. yourself you can just go to the visitor center and get a booklet and we saw like the uh, two ladies that we saw like a thousand times. <laughs> they were doing it too. <laughs> yep. That's we'd who. pass each other all the time. Yeah. And that's who mentioned the, if you pass the thing and you get a president. I actually had mentioned that earlier in the day. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Nobody know. listens to mom though. <laughs> One thing that we did different this time than we did the last couple of times was we used the gypsy guide. Which I have been loving and you've been hearing a lot about if you've heard the last few podcasts. Uh, I highly recommend the Gypsy Guide. It's, again, let me just briefly tell you, it's an app you download on your phone. And then you can download different tours all over the country and in Canada as well. I downloaded the whole, like, West Coast area. And part of that section was South Dakota. And they have the Badlands um, down Black Hills. to Black Hills, yep. And then they have the Spearfish Canyon. And we ended up driving as much of that as we could. 
which we learned a lot of new things. I'm glad we got it. And we're just looking at the Gypsy Eyed map. There's like so many places to go. Yeah, the only thing we didn't do... I know we've done a lot of driving over the past yeah. week, but... <laughs> I mean, there was a couple, like, in-between roads that we didn't end up doing, yeah. and then, like, the road here, I didn't turn it on. I forgot to the Badlands. Uh, but Spearfish Canyon is another place that we went to new. Wow. Yeah. That's like a hidden gem in the Black Hills. Yes, I could live there. So we started to... We looked at some of the areas that were narrated by him, and we saw that he went to Spearfish. And I was like, well, let's try it. We've never been there. So we did Deadwood, yep. which we've been before. Um, but we went by there again, and we ended up seeing where he was actually killed. He what, who? Who is it? Bill. Wild Bill? Yeah, Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, so he was killed yeah, we, at the bar. That We learned some history while we were listening to the Gypsy Guide so that we went by, what is it, Saloon Number 10? Mm-hmm. In Deadwood. So we checked out Deadwood for a little bit, and then we went to Lead, which is like a sister town to Deadwood. And there is a huge pit mine that they used to mine for what gold and silver. And it's I think it's one of the biggest ones in the world. It's like a half a mile wide and a quarter mile deep or something. It was crazy to see it. It was yeah. huge, and you can see it on Google Maps. Yeah. Link it. Link yeah, it in the notes because <laughs> it's it was crazy big. And down the road from there, you can actually take tours of the other mine, I think, yeah. they said, right? I think you go like 800 feet underground or 1,800 feet or something crazy. Something that I don't know about doing. Yeah, that's crazy. After there, we drove towards Spearfish, and we drove through Spearfish Canyon, which was gorgeous. Um, I could definitely own land in Spearfish Canyon. <laughs> it was very, very pretty. Yeah. And we saw some mountain goats on an actual mountain, side of a mountain. Yeah, like a cliff. I, I don't even know how they got up there. There was like, how many were there? There were probably four or five total. I think total. we saw four or five total. Yeah, four. We actually, the, the place that we saw them was actually at a stop for a waterfall. I think it's called Bridal Vale Falls, actually. And it's a, like a roadside stop. And there's a ton of people there. I'm like, well, these must these falls must be cool. But everybody was standing further away and down the road and looking across at the cliffs. And sure enough, there was mountain goats up there. There was like, there was like a little baby. There was like, two on the one side and then two down lower on the other side. Yeah. There was actually two babies. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. There were two babies. I think so. I think the one was laying down. So you're right. There were five because there was three over and then there was. The other two were kind of on the ground. Yeah, they weren't really climbing like the other the other ones were. But we were watching those mountain goats for so long and taking pictures. I almost forgot to take a picture of the waterfall. Yeah, <laughs> the goats were cool. I'm a fan of mountain goats. I think they're cute and they. I like how they act. They're fun. Little they're fe beards. Fearless. And they look like Elsa almost, <laughs> except they have horns and they and, have and they don't have black spots. <laughs> And they're not dogs. <laughs> it was funny when we were watching them, uh, a guy was riding by on his longboard. Yeah. And he he saw, he must have seen you guys all standing on like the side of the road up above, like up in front of him. Because I saw him getting out his phone and he got up, didn't stop at all, put the camera up, took pictures, put his camera away and kept kept going. It was so funny. He rode right past you guys taking pictures. Yeah, yeah I saw him. <laughs> 
We actually passed them a couple miles before that. Yeah. <laughs> that canyon, though, is really pretty, and there's some elevation through there. You go down, obviously, when you go into the canyon, but I wasn't really expecting that as much, yeah, and it was no. really pretty. But Spearfish itself is actually, meh. It's just like a t- city. Yeah. Small city, small, big town. It's not as cool as, like, Deadwood or something. Don't go there for... Yeah, Deadwood's a lot of casinos and, like, there's a lot of gift shops and stuff like that. A lot of good food. A lot of history and stuff to see. Spearfish is a little bit more, like, commercial. Yeah, just a town. I would have to say Deadwood is, I mean, it's just a, it's just a town, too. It does have some history and it has a lot of gift shops and a lot of casinos. I could spend some time there, like, just hanging out, you know, just, like, vacation. There was a lot of good-smelling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we ate there last year. Oh, yeah, we, we had, had burgers. Good burgers, mm-hmm. yep. That's really actually an interesting story because we ate the burgers. It was during COVID, so we didn't go into the restaurant. We got them to go and ate them in the Jeep in front of a store that was, like, empty, and they were actually working on it. Yeah. The the couple that owned it. Uh, and now when we went through, it's a jerky place. Yeah. Beef jerky. Yeah, it was really cool to see it all put together one year later. Yeah, if you go to the Deadwood area, do Spearfish Canyon for sure. So we stayed at that campground for about a week and then, well, for a week because we had campground reservations and then we moved to another place for just a couple nights. Yep. That was in the Black Hills National Forest, just dispersed camping. It was off of, I think the road is called uh, TP Gulch Road. It's like a National Forest Road and um, fairly easy to get into and we got our RV in and out of there, no problems. A couple little potholes here and there, but the spot. Close to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah, it was like three minutes from Keystone. Maybe five minutes, whatever. Very close to Keystone. And it was really cool. Um, The spot was big and wide open, like good for solar. And it was like grassy. The dogs were loving it. The kids were loving it. They were out there playing. They had the speaker out there listening to music. I think that that'll be the next, like when we come back to that area, that'll be where we stay. So we're not going to link that one. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We will link it. But if we come and you're there, you have to move for us. That's the deal. Or just let us come in because it's big enough. Yeah, (laughs) it's big enough for multiple people. Uh, But that place is actually really cool. It it had uh, the Black Hills rock or stone. I don't know what it's called actually, but you know how when you're driving through the Black Hills, you see like the outcrops of the rock. They had that there, which was cool. Yeah, there was a bunch of big outcrops all over the place. And we did a Jeep trail. Yeah. One of the nights we came back. Actually, the night we did the lighting ceremony, we came home um, a different way and ended up being like blocked off. So we drove all the way around the normal way. And then after, you know, we came in and got settled, we left the dogs or whatever. We ended up driving back out on the Jeep trail. Yeah, we just wanted to do like a night trail. To see. And it was so much fun. And it yep. was really cool. It was a really cool trail, actually. Yep. Yeah, there's a few rough spots. A lot of mud puddles. And our lights were really cool because it lit up the whole forest. Yeah. and. The Black Hills is a good forest to to do that in because they're the tall pine trees that the light goes out really far so you can see, you know, through the trees. Yeah, that was fun. And that was a great spot. We had good coverage there, right? Good Verizon, good AT&T. Yep, we had good cell service. 
Everything worked great. I think that will be our spot we stay. And I think it's only about 20 minutes from Rapid City, too. So if you need Walmart or whatever, gas, all that stuff. Is it closer to to Rapid City than where Heartland is? Yeah. So Heart, really... Heartland from, from Heartland to Rapid City, I think, is about 25 minutes. Okay, so it's about five minutes closer. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit farther to Custer than Heartland. Yep. But... It's right there in the National Forest area, so you can easily get to all those places. Yeah, you can do all the like scenic drives in the Black Hills and make your way into Custer and stuff. So we'll link that place. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll tag a different spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really cool spot there. After a week in the Custer Rapid City area, <laughs> we drove to the Badlands, and we have been staying right on the, what is this called, the Wall Boondocking Spot? Yeah, there's like a bunch of nicknames, like the Wall or the Badlands Boondocking Area. It's really cool, though. Yes. So we came here, we set up, we had got a great spot, happy, drove into the Badlands and spent a couple hours. Yeah, on the way home, there was a sign on I-90 that said uh, high winds ending at midnight or something like that. And I'm like, meh, no big deal. But then you made a comment. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if we, or wouldn't it be crazy if we got to the, got back to our house and the RV was down the cliff? And I'm like, why do you say that? That's kind of weird. I didn't see the sign that he's talking about. So, <laughs> so we get there and... Then I realized why he said it. It was so windy. It was so windy. I went, I was scared to get out of the car. I was that, like he had to come to, the girls got out. Did you guys both go in the house by yourselves? Uh, no. no. Dad carried me. Yeah. He helped me get out the door. But. Yeah. I was scared to get out. He had to come literally help me get out. I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I was scared to death. <laughs> it was very windy. So we get in the house and well, I get in and the kids are already in here. And so our slide covers, I, we talked about it on the last podcast, episode 16, the failless.com slash 16, all the things that have gone wrong in our RV. And one of them is our slide covers. And we have the slide covers coming to Michigan next week for us to replace. But the slide cover was because it's ripped. It was like hitting on the top of the RV. Well, the wind was coming through so hard that it was like billowing it and it was like flapping. So this one is still intact. It's just needing replaced. It's just kind of beat up. But the thing was whipping around and making crazy noises. Yeah. And then the RVs are rocking and all this other stuff. And I thought I, it's, it was making so much noise. You weren't in here, but I, was, I don't know what it sounded like outside. But inside, it literally sounded like one of our solar panels was like lifting up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrifying. Lexi was crying. Like bawling her eyes out. <laughs> And Kylie didn't even care. She was cleaning up because we were moving. <laughs> she made that decision. <laughs> so, I didn't want to move. I, I was like, how do I clean the counter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had left all the windows open when we left to go to Badlands because it was just beautiful. It, it was a nice wind and it felt good. When we came home, all that dirt that was blowing from the windstorm was inside of our house. We had like an inch of dirt. Yeah, <laughs> Not an inch, but horrible. everything was covered in a layer it, of dirt. 
it's kind of it kind of felt like a, a volcano. Story? A volcano just erupted and a whole bunch of ash fell. So Lexi was crying. Like I think she was kind of having an anxiety attack or something. I don't know because she was like crying. She's like and she had a paper towel in her hand and she's just like wiping the counter and she's like it just won't come clean mom <laughs> like it's okay Lexi I will take care of it one it needs a little water <laughs> but you don't need to worry about it so yeah it, Tony came in and I'm like we gotta move Kylie already had everything ready to be closed up and he wasn't happy but yeah I was outside we had like the uh, table set up I had the rug out and the blackstone and all that stuff had to be moved and I'm trying to do it in like 40 or 50 mile an hour wind gusts and everything's covered in dirt and I'm getting pelted with dirt, like sandblasted basically because the wind's blowing and, so hard. And pebbles. Yeah. So I just started shoving all that stuff into the garage so we could close up and le- move across the Plus road. Plus it was hard. Like the rug was going crazy. Yeah. So you had to like get it in there. And then we closed the slides and moved, just moved across the the road here. There's just a little road, and on the other side is a big field. And we just moved across for the night. We were all much happier. Yes. And we watched a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We watched a movie while we waited for it to calm down, because Lexi and I were, like, scared. We couldn't sleep. Yeah, it did end up calming down by 11, between 11 and 12, something like that. But um, We were happy we moved just a minute. Mainly because on this side of the road, the wind was coming across the gravel road and it was pelting our RV with small rocks and dirt. And you could hear it. Like when we were inside, I could hear it just pounding it. I'm like, oh, great. And then once we moved, I came across to move the bikes because I just left the Jeep here. I moved the bikes and I was going to grab my boards that I had down that I had for helping with getting it level I didn't want him to blow over the cliff and uh, I was standing out here trying to get him and it was blowing so hard and fast and hitting me with rocks that I had to just abandon it and run back (laughs) home and the neighbor when I was talking to him the next day because we moved back to the spot um, he said he saw me run out he saw he saw me come out he said I was picking up the boards he's like your shirt blew up over your head and then you threw the board and ran back to your RV. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, I was I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt and I was getting hit with rocks. You can't just bring 40... the board back? <laughs> no, nah. It's just a board. I was in pain. <laughs> That's so funny you saw that yeah. happen. You can always get a huge but, thing of wood. But it ended up um the the um the weather warning that we got on our phones said that the gusts got up to 70 miles per hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. So I read an article um, after I told Tony I wanted to move. I read an article like, is it po-? like I Googled, <laughs> is it possible for RVs to go over the cliff? And I got one. There was one that went over the cliff and it was because of 70 mile per hours gust. But so it was we a much smaller <laughs> travel trailer. So dad said that it was only going to be like a, it was only like 30 or 40. But I know. He just, well, that's what the app said during that time. But then there was a special weather statement that came out after that. So are you happy we moved then? Sure. <laughs> 
But I think he just also said that to make us feel better. Mm-hmm. Then the next day we moved back. It was a beautiful day, and we moved back and haven't had any issues since. It was just that first day. Yeah. And All we- the other RVs that were parked along with us were still there next day so we would have been fine but <laughs> some of them did put their slides had, in yeah i had to make everybody happy and <laughs> uproot and move it was terrifying it was terrifying not only that but like well it, it what's funny is like i said i wouldn't be able to sleep but it actually ended before we went to sleep anyways but it was still like like rocking the rv and it yeah. was kind of annoying anyways well yeah it was just the gusts uh-huh. it was, they were like really hard fast gusts of wind and it would just like you just feel like it's hitting the side of the rv when we parked across when we moved we tried to go into the wind and it still was but it wasn't as bad going crazy yeah what's crazy though is that the new place when we moved across we couldn't get the slide to go out you had to like push it, yeah, it was kind out of pushing against the side yeah <laughs> pretty wild probably the craziest wind that we've been through so far do you think it was crazier than the other spot with the horses? Yeah, I think so. Like Wyoming, you're talking mm-hmm. about the horse sanctuary. That wasn't as hard of a wind. It was just like nonstop. Constant, yeah. yeah. However, the spot's amazing. I plan to come back here. Yeah, I'll stay here. <laughs> and when we actually came by this spot in July of 2020 just because we we're going to the Badlands and we saw all these RVs here. So we drove through just to check it out. And it's been on my list of places to stay since. And I think when we come back here, we'll stay here again. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, like in the being in the Badlands area, we've had pronghorn outside this just earlier today, right in the field. There's some pronghorn. We've had bighorn sheep on the other side, um, just down on the cliff out a ways. There's a ram out there. I was working and just like look over and like, oh, there's some. Bighorn sheep out my window. <laughs> yeah. This is a popular area for them. Today we have a gear review. Who doesn't love new gear or fun gadgets? Let us share with you what's new to us. And loved. In the RV, our Jeep, and our new tech. And what are we going to review? This gear review is going to be for our suspension upgrade. We uh, added sumo springs to the front and the rear of our RV. And how long did we have those before you installed them? <laughs> Just kidding. Less than a year. <laughs> if I say I'm going to do it, you don't have to remind me every six months. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yes, we finally got the sumo springs on. Not just recently. They've been on now for a good Year. We, yeah, we ordered them. I don't know when we ordered them, but anyways, <laughs> I ended up putting them on in Texas before we were actually doing full-time traveling. We were full-time RVing, but not traveling much. So I got the um, the fronts on, which made a huge difference in the way the RV handled, just in the, um, basically like the, the roll, the body roll. It was like I added a major, like, sway bar or something to it so if you've ever if you've ever been in or driven a uh, class a gas coach they don't handle well at all they roll and they bounce and they do this and that so what's funny about the 
they don't handle well is when we first bought the the RV, all I wanted was an RV, Class A. I was so excited about a Class A. So we could all be together and then, you know, I can get up and make a sandwich for you when you were hungry and whatever. And literally, well, when we first got it, I always had to drive separate because you hadn't hooked up the um, the, the tow, tow system yet for our, our Tahoe at the time. And I kept like complaining, like, you need to get this hooked up. I don't want to keep driving separate. The whole point was, you know, for me to be it. So we hooked it up. The very <laughs> first ride, I was like car sick <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I want to drive separate. <laughs> so I was super happy to get the Sumo Springs. Yeah, the, just the fronts helped uh, quite a bit. And then I did what they call the free handling fix, which I it's just an adjustment on the front sway bar. It basically puts more tension on it to keep it a little bit more stable, and that helped. And then um, a little while after, the rear sumo springs were a lot more labor-intensive. I had to take the rear tires off and all that, so I had to wait a six little bit. Six months later. Yeah, six months later. <laughs> after that. Got her done, though. <laughs> yes, and it wasn't that bad, actually. No, it wasn't. It's was just... It's one of the things like on a big coach like this, you know, I had to jack it up and I had to take the, I had to get a impact wrench. Like I bought an electric impact and a huge socket to take the lug nuts off. So once I got all that stuff off, I had to drill some holes in the frame to bolt it on and attach, but that made a big difference too. It actually, um, I'd say it, um, it raises the ride height to the rear, maybe like an inch, which is kind of helpful as far as like the carrying the load. Cause I feel like when we, before I put them on, it was like sagging a little bit just because living full time in here, it's, we've got a lot of extra stuff. So I didn't really notice any handling differences with the rear ones. Just a little bit of ride height. Doesn't seem like it's sagging anymore. I know they help, but. So if we were to offer or refer these to somebody, the fronts for sure, the sway bar option that you yep. did. And explain that. It's just a, you just readjust the sway bar. There's two different bolt holes in the front sway bar. I just, so you don't have to cut any holes? No, I, all I did was just unbolt the um, sway bar link and moved it to the next hole down and then tightened it back up. And that's it. And you'd recommend that? Yep. Would you recommend the rear? Yeah. Yeah, they're really designed to all work together. Maybe that's why I don't really notice the rears as much, you know, because we already had the fronts done. But it's a much cheaper alternative to doing airbags. And then, you know, you don't have a air compressor and an air tank, and you don't have to worry about the airbags failing. These are like a composite material or something that they hold up for like the life of the coach, supposedly. So you shouldn't have to replace them again. You have no. had to tweak them a couple times. Yeah, they just they needed some adjustment on the front. Because they're two de two separate pieces on the front versus the rear, which is one long spring that attaches at the top and bottom. The fronts are separate. That because the front and the front suspension moves more. There's a little bit more. Um, there's more travel on the front, so they have to be able to separate. So there's a top piece and a bottom piece, and when you're just driving along, they connect. Basically, they fit into each other. So it's been a, you know, it was a worthwhile upgrade, especially on these. If you get online and look at the F53 chassis, no matter what the make, Fleetwood or Thor or whatever, everybody complains about them, which is scary because 
when we picked up this coach, I had zero experience driving this thing, and they <laughs> just handed me the keys and said, have a nice day. Yeah. Luckily, so, you're a really, really good driver. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like I can pretty much get in anything and drive it. But there's some people out there that I don't think they should be just handing keys over to. Yeah. Because it's it's just a lot of getting used like to. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, matter of fact, I don't hand you keys for anything. I know. <laughs> Even the Jeep, we have issues. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good upgrade. We'll have links to everything. We bought ours on Amazon, but yeah. I'm sure you can get them in other places. The one, the, actually, the first that we got didn't have the right screws, right? So, and we had to. I actually ordered the wrong set. Oh, so front and rear, yeah. And I, when I sent them back, I actually accidentally sent them. Yes, I remember now. The extra bolts for like the rears or something. That's kind of why I it took me a little bit longer to do the rears, anyways, because I had to get the hardware again. So I had to get all hardened bolts and stuff. I had to get. I called Sumo Springs. They gave me the parts list. But here we are, and yeah. they're holding up. Yeah, they're good repair. Good job, babe. Thanks. <laughs> and that install that you did, even though you hated it, <laughs> saved us a bunch of money. I think actually you did call to get a um, estimate for putting when, in the back. Do you remember how much that estimate was? Well, yeah, when we were in Texas, it was going to be fifteen hundred bucks. So you saved us fifteen hundred dollars. Do you hear yep. that? Do you hear that? We need that. We need a sound of, like, the money. A cash register. Yeah, because I swear, you save us so much money, babe. You're our hero. I should start invoicing you. I, that's another AR-15 right there. Yep. Look at that. that in, in two episodes, you, you should have had three AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of ammo. Yes. Either way, highly recommend it. Again, we'll link it in the show notes. I love this state. Yep. I can't wait to come back again. <laughs> we might have land here at some point in our lives. I just need to work on those homeschool laws and then we'll be good to go. Yep. <laughs> so that's our trip to South Dakota again. What we did extra. We highly recommend all of those things. Uh, the only thing that maybe not would be the dinosaur museum. And that's if you don't have kids, I definitely wouldn't do it. Well, plus once you do it, you know, you, there's no reason to do it again. Yeah, true. For us, I don't think yeah. we would do it again. But if you have dinosaur lovers, there was a family in there while we were in there that had a kid that was obviously scared to death of dinosaurs <laughs> because he screamed and cried the entire time. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all. Nope. <laughs> a lot of GoPro footage ruined. Yeah, we'll be playing music <laughs> Go over that. GoPro audio, yeah. Uh, so that was... That was fun. And another thing, too, and this is probably goes for all museums, but don't let your kid go under the ropes and climb all over everything, yeah. please. Thanks. A T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. Especially when people are taking pictures, you know, of it. <laughs> like, I don't want your human, your homo sapien in there. <laughs> Anyways, it's been fun. Uh, and now we are headed towards Michigan. Yeah, now we're kind of beelining. We've mm -hmm. got three days to make it to our next campground, and it's like a thousand miles. <laughs> so that'll be fun. We're actually leaving right now to go there or start yep. our drive. 
Yeah, I figure we'd drive for two or three hours today while we still have some daylight. Stop and, and get some snacks and some gas and hit the road. And then we have a couple more days, and then we should get there to our next place, which is in Michigan, a campground. So we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Um, and we will be with family for the next two weeks. I'm so excited. I miss them so much. Um, so I'm really excited. Maybe we'll get my sister on for an interview or something. <laughs> we have a special guest. <laughs> well, a <the> special guest. <laughs> Famous YouTuber. Yes, she is. She's our... Uh, ASMR. All my ASMR jokes are for her. Um, so we'll, we'll see if we can get her on for like an interview or something. So that's a wrap. Please um, leave us a review on your podcasting app. It really helps out with people finding us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Fayolas. I'm going to tell a joke. What do you call a fairy who hasn't taken any baths? What? Stinker Bell. <laughs> I got that from Lexi's unicorn poop joke book today. <laughs> Can we make it through a podcast without talking about fluids? <laughs> what do you call a wizard who who trips all the time? What? Stumbledore. She sneezed all over me. Go lay down. All right, let's get started from the beginning. Wait, um, Mom, are we doing digging today? Oh, <coughs> I wanted to say I'm digging that we're going to be in Michigan in five days. Just so you know. Apparently you weren't taught dinosaurs when you were in school. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luckily, we, just wa- we just watched them walk around. Um, you can delete this out. I mean, you can. That's not part of the podcast, but... Okay, go ahead. Um, Before, if you've ever driven a gas coach, um, they handle like a turd. <laughs> Can you use a different <laughs> phrase, please? <laughs> Sounds like stripper music or something. <laughs> Do you think it does? A lot of people rolling in. They'll appreciate our spot. All right, let's get out of here. Let's close up and hook up and go. (laughs) Bye. 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 Okay, we're here all week.